What an honor and what a privilege it is to be with you folks. And, uh, uh, you know, tonight, if you will, I'd like to, um, I'd like to just talk to the church. And, you know, at, when, when Pastor Matt asked me to come this weekend, and he had shared with me that he'd want me to be here Sunday morning and Sunday night, you know, I thought, you know, I don't want to waste those folks' time. What? Lord, what could I say? What could I share with them that would be um, maybe something that would, maybe a truth that would, could be downloaded in their spirit that would help them in their future? Um, and I don't mean this bad at all, but how many of you know anybody can have one service? I can behave for one service. But I want to live for God, don't you? I want to live for the Lord. I want to, I want to grow strong in Him. And I have, a, I have a passion for His church. I love His church. And I want to see it grow. And I want to see it do good. And uh, so I, want, I wanted to kind of take the opportunity, if you will, to kind of come alongside your pastor and just share some truths with you that I think that if the Holy Spirit will download those in your spirit, that they will help you in the future and remind you of, of, what, uh, of what you are and where you're going. And uh, let me just kind of tag on some things I said this morning, and that is that I believe, I believe the ingredients are in this church to, to grow. The ingredients are here for revival and an impact in this community. All right, so what does that mean? That means that God has... He has placed in front of you a responsibility that we have to, uh, well, we just have to deal with. We can't just step around it and say, you know, well, you know, we, uh, we just can't. No, we, we, have, we have God's anointing, God's promises, God's word, and we have, we have the opportunity. We have the opportunity to make true impact in this community. And so um, let me just say it this way. God is not interested in building buildings, even though we need more buildings. God is not even interested in building preachers. The only reason he builds a great preacher like what you've got is to build a great people. And that's what he's wanting to do. He wants, he wants to raise up an army. He wants to raise up a people right here. Oh, come on, y'all. I felt that right then. God, God wants to raise up an army at Lakeview Assembly of God Church and for everybody to know that up on this hillside there's a church that the devil cannot conquer. Oh, help me out. Amen. So that's kind of the direction I'm going tonight. And so I don't want to take a lot of time, but if you will, just be patient with me and we're going to unpack this. And, uh, and let me share some things with you. And the scripture I want to kind of base... This off of is in the book of, Ex the book of Exodus chapter 17. And um, I, let, me, let me just, it's a very familiar story. Let, let, me just, let me just read it to you. The Amalekites, everybody say the Amalekites. Let's just do a Bible study. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm backing up just a scripture from the screen. So just give me a little bit of time to, to share with you. Amalekites means people of the valley. 
Okay? They came and attacked the Israelites in Rephidim. Rephidim means restlessness. So the enemy always comes to agitate and confuse the plan of God and God's people. But watch this. Moses said to Joshua, choose some of our men and go to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand up on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. And now we get to our text. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek while Moses Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. Moses' hands grew weary so, that he, so they took a stone, put it under him. He sat on it while Aaron and Hur held up his hands. I like that. One on one side and one on the other side. So his hands were steady. Oh, you need to underline that in your mind. His hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek. See, that's what, that's what the church needs to do right there, is overwhelm the enemy and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar... And called the name of it, the Lord is my banner, saying, A hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. How many of you know that God is your banner of victory? Amen. Let me pray over you. Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for this pastor. Help me now to open up their hearts and give them the word that you've given to me. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. All right. Lakeview, listen. Listen closely, just for a minute. What we want is to be anointed. What we want in our church, somebody says, what does our church need? Our church, our church needs to be anointed. Because anybody can build a building, anybody can sing songs, and anybody can even bring a talk. The difference between secular organizations, whether it be a meeting of any kind, and the church of Jesus Christ is the anointing. Now, I'm going to kind of meddle just a little bit, but if I just wanted to learn leadership skills, I'd go down to the community college here in town and learn how to be a leader. But when I come to church, I want to experience the power of God. I don't want to just come and sit on a seat and just go through the motions. I want to know God's power. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? So, you know, as a church, as a leader, all of you leaders, from our pastor to the board members to whoever in here, greeters, ushers, van drivers, Sunday school teachers, children's workers, this is what you want. You want to be anointed. You want to be anointed. You want your church to be anointed. You want, you want to hear people come and say, you know what, when I got on the parking lot, I just, ooh, something was different about this place. 
You want people to walk in that door right there and say, you know what? I don't know what it is about this place, but they're just, I just sense the presence of God on this place. Let me tell you, the presence of God is on this place. The hand of the Lord is on Lakeview Assembly of God Church. God's hand is on your pastor. Somebody say praise God right there. And so, 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 so listen. When a church begins to flow that way, what happens is it comes into its season. A church will come in and out of its season. And you'll see it. You look at a church's history and you'll see seasons of growth and you'll see seasons of backing away. You'll see seasons and it, sometimes it comes with a pastor change or whatever. But I sense in my spirit I know, I don't have to guess at this, I know that Lakeview is coming into a season of the anointing and the power of God uh, for growth and for impact in Hot Springs, Arkansas. I don't have to guess at that. So what is the anointing? If somebody says, well, what's the anointing? Well, you know, uh, it's, not, it's not just a feeling. It, it is a feeling. It's an emotion. But watch this. The, the anointing the anointing is the energy of God to push back the devil's defense. That's what the, the anointing is, the energy of God to push back. You know, somebody has got to push back darkness in America again. Somebody, the enemy seems to have just have his way, whatever he wants to do. But how many of you know that you and I are in the way? We are in, you know why? Because we are anointed of God and we have the authority of God to push back darkness. The reason this young man comes to, to the front tonight is because there's an anointing in this house to push back what the enemy wants to do in his life. Somebody say amen right there. So we want to be anointed. So what's the anointing? The, the anointing, the anointing, the first time you see the, the word anoint in the Bible is when Jacob uh, has, has ran away from his home because he is a deceiver and he, he is tired so he lays down. He has a rock for a pillow. How many of you know you're tired if you can sleep with a pillow as a rock? And while he is asleep, he has a dream that a ladder staircase from heaven to earth angels are coming down and going back up saying showing that that is their role in the earth is they bring God's message they bring God's blessing and then they return back to get more and bring back and go back and 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 so when he woke up this is what he said he said surely the presence of the Lord is in this place and I didn't even know it and so he wanted to mark that place. He wanted, to, he wanted to make sure he didn't lose. He wanted to mark that. And so he took the rock that he was asleep on and set it up. He stood it up and he poured oil on it to mark the place. Okay? Now watch this. He said, I'm going to mark this place because this is the entrance to God. Now to be anointed, to be anointed is to is to mark where God's at. Okay? So we know, that, we know that man in himself is not anointed. A church in itself is not anointed. The reason it's anointed is because we serve the anointed one who does what? Who marks the place of the entrance to God. No man comes into the Father but by me, Jesus said. 
Help me out, somebody. And so Lakeview Assembly of God is simply a place that marks where people can get to God. Woo. All right? So that's what it means to be anointed, okay? And so that's what we want. As a church, we want to be anointed. We want to mark the place. We want to be a place on a physical uh, map that says, if you come here, you're going to experience God. You're going to experience God. It's the entrance. Jesus is here. Holy Spirit. The agent on the earth right now is the Holy Spirit. Jesus is in heaven with the Father, but the Holy Spirit is here. And he marks the place of the entrance to God. Because he only says what Jesus tells him to say. Okay, so, so that's what we want. We want to create a flow. Every leader should have this desire to create a flow of the Holy Spirit in this church. A flow. Everybody say flow. Flow, when I say flow, I'm not talking about just order. Because sometimes a revival church seems like it's chaotic. But there is a flow to it. There's an order to it. All right? And, and so I want, you to, I want you to desire and start praying for an, an, a flow that flows from heaven. And I want to show you how to do that. Okay, so and, and to, going back to our text, going back to our text, uh, we see that, that the Amalekites had come against Israel. And uh, they, uh, they had, uh, you know, uh, brought confusion the, the, you know, they wanted to stop God's promises. And um, so uh, God said, get Joshua. He told Moses, get Joshua, get some men together. And we're going to go fight, okay? Moses' role was to go on top of the hill and lift up his hands. And as he lifted up his hands, the battle was won in the valley. All right? So I'm going to set this up, Okay. I need some, let's see, I need someone that'll help me be God. Is there any God-like people in here? Maybe somebody, you're going to have to, you're going to have to um, nominate someone, it, it appears. This, come, come on, come on, man. I want you to stand right here with your hands like this, all right? Okay. Is that God-like enough? <laughs> okay, let me show you something. I want you to hear me. The vision of Lakeview does not come from Springfield. It does not come from the Internet. The vision of Lakeview comes from God. That's where the flow starts. Help me out, somebody. If the flow is cut off between here and here, we're losing the battle. We have to have the true, right, pure connection with God if we're going to create flow. And by, by the way, I didn't even tell you what I'm talking about tonight. I'm talking about splash ministry tonight. Everybody say, splash ministry. Slap somebody a high five and shout, splash ministry. Hands are getting tired, aren't they? All right, so, so I need someone to, to pretend to be Pastor Matt. Here we go. <laughs> I like, that kind of looked like. <laughs> Sit in that chair right there. 
All right. Now, the flow, we know, well, what, remember, remember what we need, what we need is the anointing. That's what we're after. Amen? We're not after, we're not after a personality contest. We don't, listen, everything in this church bows to the demands of the anointing. Okay, so you might say, I'm talented. Well, if you don't fit in the team that you're supposed to be in, if you create a, a, a flow in a different direction than the anointing is flowing, even though you're talented, you need to serve somewhere else. Because everything and everybody, including the pastor, has to fall under the anointing of the vision of God somewhere. Help me out, somebody. Okay? So, and then, it, then the vision flows from God. And I, I feel so free here, okay? So I'm going to say some things. I hope I don't offend anybody. But the flow does not come from God to the deacon board. Or the Sunday school teachers. Or people that have been here 75 years. The flow comes from God to the appointed man of God for the house. Okay? And so, but the problem is, Pastor Matt's human. He's not supernatural. And oh, let, let me, before I go there, let me just share something with you. You know, let's look at our building. How many of y'all know that, that the building does not dictate the flow of the anointing? You know, because sometimes we think, you know, if we had one of those cool buildings with all those lights and smoke, and that's all good. So whatever, if you want that, that's fine, I don't care. Hey, well, let me explain to you what all that is. The building, the lights, the everything that we can create to bring young people in or whatever, and all that's good and fine. I don't have a problem with any of that, but I'll tell you what that is. Have you ever went to Walmart and went to buy a card for someone you love, and you're looking at the card thing, all right, and you get one that says exactly what you want, and then you go and open it up, and then you write your own words in there? Can I tell you that the screen, the lights, this building, everything is like a card that we get that we really didn't create. But our worship is what we write inside the card. Huh? All right. So if, if the lights start changing, and I don't know what the plans are, but if, if the light starts changing and they have different things up here or whatever, guess what? We're just changing the card. The truth is the worship that you personally handwrite on the inside. Anyway, that's free of charge. Okay. So the flow comes from God down through the pastor, but the pastor is human. He is human. He will get tired. He will get discouraged. He will, he, the enemy will fight him. I don't think people realize, church people do not realize the spiritual warfare that a pastor goes through. 
And you need, I'm just going to say this. There's an anointing in this house, but you have the responsibility to protect it. You know why? Because the enemy will always demand, 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 demand from him. Why? So that Sunday morning he is so exhausted. He doesn't know what to have. He does not have a word from God. And you have to protect that so that he has Sunday morning clean and clear and free and awesome. Come on, y'all. So he needs... He needs, he needs an Aaron and a her. So I need an Aaron and a her. Some, come on, y'all. Who's an Aaron? Who's an Aaron? Come here. Come here. Okay, we got both of them. Come on, you're all right. Stand right here beside Pastor Matt. Stand over here beside Pastor Matt. Now, uh, here's Aaron. Here's Aaron and here's her. Oh, that doesn't make sense, does it? Let's, let's flip that around. Here's Aaron and here's her. <laughs> Okay, okay. Hey, this guy needs help. He's trying to pastor this church. He can't do it by himself. How many of you know, if you, if you look at something, if you're not careful, a church of this size, every need inside the church that you have to make a phone call about, who are you calling? Pastor Matt. I need it in the church, Pastor Matt. Can I announce this for my, my uh, ministry? Who do I call? Pastor Matt. And sometimes... Sometimes someone else is going to have to start taking this stuff. At some point, it's got to take, you've got to take all that from him. So that all he does is feed and lead. All he does is feed. Is this all right, brother? Hey, he's tired. Come on. Hey, he's going to. Okay. Who do y'all represent? You guys Aaron and her represent all the leaders of this church. All the leaders. And remember, what do we want? We want to be anointed. We want the anointing, okay? We want the anointing. We want, and, and by the way, the way that the church creates a flow of anointing is that the Aaron's and the her's of this church come together in unity to serve. To serve. You have to serve. Okay, you remember Elijah? And his predecessor was Elisha, who got a double portion of his spirit. Well, what you don't realize is, is that Elisha, watch this, Elisha poured water on the hands of Elijah, the prophet in service to him. And that's how he got a double portion of the anointing. You don't, you don't get anointed. I heard T.D. Jakes say the other day, somebody come up to him and said, said, can I have your sweat towel? He's wiping sweat. Can I have your sweat towel? Because I want your anointing. He said, you can have his towel, but you're not going to get the anointing through it. You know why? Because would it, would, it, would it not be unfair to give the anointing to that person that took T.D. Jakes 40 years to kill himself for all right so we got to create a flow that's what we're doing we're trying to create a flow and we need to have these people on either side okay <laughs> serving serving do we do we need another god no i'm just teasing i'm, I'm just teasing i'm just teasing you're supposed to be supernatural and hold your hands up forever you know so <laughs> thank you buddy i'm just teasing you i'm just teasing Okay, here it is. Here it is. I'm almost, 
We're going to get to one more thing, and then we got to come together as a church. Well, how many of you love your church? Say amen. Amen. I believe. I've only been here one weekend, and I believe in the vision of this church. You can just sense it. You know it. You feel it. I believe in the vision of this church. Okay? And as we come together, and we say, Lord, we want your anointing. And the way that we put legs on that prayer is we serve. And as we serve, things begin to flow. Ooh. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. I need about, um, oh, give me about six or seven people to stand right here. All right, come on. Six or seven people. Doesn't matter who you are. Here's one, two, three. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Okay, y'all stand right there. Guess who y'all are? Y'all. <laughs> she said sinners. <laughs> okay, stay with me. Stay with me just for a minute because you're, you're not too far off. You're actually right. But it also, it, this, you represent the congregation and our community. Watch this. Here comes the flow from God. <laughs> from God down through the, the leadership of the church, yeah. uh, down through the pastor, through the leadership of the church, to the people and the community. All right, watch, 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 watch. If the leadership manipulates the hands of the pastor... If they manipulate it and push it down, guess who loses? It's not these folks. It's these people. When a waterfall leaves wherever it starts, when the, when the river fall starts wherever it starts and it comes to a waterfall, how many of you know that the power of the waterfall is not seen until it hits the bottom? And you're about to see the results of an anointed, unified church because it's going to splash on the people. Oh, help me out, somebody. And that young man that was, that young man that came to the front for prayer tonight is proof that this church is ready for splash ministry. Oh, help me out. Let's give God a praise if you believe that it's time. It is time. It's time for splash ministry. Listen, we need, to, we, need to, we need to try right now to do our best to be a unique church. What's a unique church? We never have to beg somebody to drive the van. We never have to worry about, is that greeter going to show up? We don't have to worry about who is going to be in the singing. So they're going to be there. They're going to be there. Why? Because it's not about me. It's not about Pastor Matt. It's about the people that need the splash of the anointing of God in their life. And we have to create that flow. If I disagree, it's not like I'm going to turn into a yes person. I'm going to operate in wisdom. I am not going to be a point of division. I refuse. Somebody say this. All of us say this out loud. Say, I refuse to be part of division. I am unity in Christ. If you believe that, say praise God. Come on, church. Give Jesus a praise in this place. Amen.
And that, that's how you build a church right there. That's how you build a church. And you've got to know it, and you've got to respond to that. Because I've given this word, now you're responsible for the word. Satan will come immediately to steal the word. But I believe it's in good soil. And it's going to create a harvest. Amen. All right, Pastor Matt and Emily, come here. Come here. Put your hands down, God. Stand right here. Y'all are done. Hey, let's give these folks a hand of appreciation, all right? I, you know, of course, Matt, you and I, we've known each other, and we're not just, you know, ministry partners, but we're good friends. But this service is deeper than that. It's not just because I'm, you know, we're buddies that I'm going to say what I'm going to say. But I, I don't have a question. You know, again, I've got so much to learn. I haven't learned everything, obviously. But I know when I see a move of God, and there's a move of God in this church, my friend. And it carries, it's good, but it carries a responsibility with it. It's weighty, it's heavy, like that cross, it's heavy. And you need people that'll commit to you and the vision of this church. And I think they're right there. I know they're right there. And so I want you, church family, I want you to come with me. And we're going to stand with this couple. We're going to stand with them right now, right here tonight. We're going to stand with them. Physically, but it's an announcement. Spiritually. That we recognize. If, if you're coming up here, if you're coming up here, this is what you're saying. I recognize that God is doing something special at Lakeview. I am aware of that. And tonight, we're going to stand with our pastor. Because there's a flow coming from heaven. And it's going to splash on the congregation. And we're going to win this battle that the Amalekites have brought up against us. To bring us to a place of restlessness and weariness and sickness and disease. We're going to take the anointing and we're going to push back darkness. We're going to, we're going to see drug addicts set free. We're going to see marriages restored. We're going, we're going, to, see, we're going to see people who have, who have almost been convinced that there's something wrong with them. And that they can never be who God called them to be. All of a sudden find their place in the flow of God's anointing. And they're going to be restored. The spirit of restoration and the anointing of God is coming into this place right now. Amen. Amen. I need... I want, I, want, I want our board members to come stand right here. Our board, if, if you're a board member and you're here, come stand right here over your pastor. Just stand with him. Stand with him. Amen.